Remember why you're doing this, right? Remember why you're caring about the customer. Welcome to the Gym Secrets Podcast, where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons that we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Good morning, everyone. It is 4.30 a.m. Rocking in from uh, downtown Austin, or not downtown Austin, suburbia Austin. Um, But I am knee-deep in creating our new phone sales training, um, super robust end-to-end training for our GLX clients. Um, and Jib Lords, and so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited about how it's coming out. It's one of, some of our best stuff. Um, but while I was going through it, there was this one kind of way I phrased something that I really liked, and I wanted to share it with you, which is uh, uh, one of our, one of our uh, gyms uh, had been really struggling with sales, and uh, he gets on the daily call every day, which is why we encourage people to do it, um, where I just coach all of our gyms one-on-one. And um, he heard something which was to the, to the extent of, Remember why you're doing this, right? Remember why you're caring about the customer. Now, here's where this gets really cool. He uh, went over whatever, over 20 or something, and then something switched and he went five for nine, right? Overnight, zero for 25 to five for nine, right? And this is the one thing that switched, and this is how I want to share it with you. He essentially... The person who wins, so every every sale is the same, right? And a sale is always made. Either they sell you or you sell them. But who is the person who makes the sale? The person who makes the sale is the person who cares the most about the buyer. Think about that for a second. And so that's the phrasing that I'm using in the training, is the person who cares the most about the buyer's interests is the one who will win the sale, All right? Like this was super profound for me. And so when you're approaching the sale, you have to come at it from the perspective of, I care more about this person than this person cares about themselves. And this is what that gym owner was able to flip in his mind was he remembered why he was, he said, because I, I give him the term commission breath, right? People can smell whether you're in it for their, for your agenda or their agenda, right? And so if you want to win the sale, you have to come at it from the perspective that I care more about your best interest than you do right? You're going to throw these things in my way, but I care about you enough to get us through them so we can get to the promised land, which is you getting help, which is why you're here, right? And you have to expect that you're going, like the sale is not going to go the way that you imagine in your head because people bring all this emotional baggage to the sale. And it's a problem that's covered in shame and guilt, which, uh, which is a great, uh, a great way of saying, uh, it's not easy to get people to, to, to trust you, to build rapport so they can actually be real with you. The moment you're able to get someone to be real with you in the sale, you've already won the sale, right? Because at the end of the sale, if for some reason they actually can't afford it, which is a very, 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 very small percentage of people, then you're on the same side of the table with them and it's like, cool, then let's actually figure this out together. But you're coming from it from a perspective that they trust that you are acting in their best interest. Right. And so that's ultimately the sale that's that's being made is that the person needs to trust that you care more about their agenda than they do. Think about it. That's the sale that's being made. If they believe that you care more about them genuinely than they care about themselves or have demonstrated care about themselves, then you will win. And so that's why I see some of our gyms who honestly aren't the most skilled salespeople, but they kill it. 
And I, cause I've, I know these guys, cause there's some guys who are just very process oriented. They follow the fucking script and they crush it. Right. And that's great. And I know why those people are successful because right? they were successful at everything. But there's some people who are quote personality driven salespeople. And these are like the really genuinely kind hearted, caring people that you can immediately tell from their vibe that they really love fitness and really love helping people get in shape and lose weight and take control of their lives. Those people get away with so much lack of skill in the sale, but are able to close because the people believe that they really are acting in their own best interest, right? Which is why having conviction in your product is so important. And so if you can simply have that one reframe before you go into the sale, which is I'm going to approach this from the perspective that this person needs my help, but like actually though, like actually getting them to like you actually believing that they need your help and that you have to have their true best interest at heart more than they do, which is why if you do genuinely have that belief, you're going to force them to confront the limiting beliefs that they had, right? And you'd be like, listen, like, let me be real with you here. Like, do you think that the reason that you haven't been successful is because like you've, you've kind of just like fallen off the bandwagon. Like you've, you've been putting the food in your mouth, right? So that's whose responsibility is that? Is that, is that your busy schedules? Is that your husband? Who's, whose responsibility is that? Right? And they're like, well, I guess it is mine. And you're like, right. And I'm not saying this to be mean to you. I'm saying this because I want to help, but this time's going to be different. Right? And so that way you can break these beliefs systematically throughout. So you can actually help this person. All right. Because sales is just coaching, right? With an outcome that's defined over a period of time. Hey, Mosin Nation, quick break just to let you know that we've been starting to post on LinkedIn and want to connect with you. All right, so send me a connection request and note letting me know that you listen to the show and I will accept it. If there's anyone you think that we should be connected with, tag them in one of my or Layla's posts and I will give you all the love in the world. All right, so let's get back to the show. And so I guess the biggest point that I want to make here is that if you can just think about it from that perspective, this guy had the same script from his first you know, 25 reps to the, the, the last five of nine that he hit, right? And mind you, he made this realization at rep 25, which for some reason is a magical number, all right? But at rep 25, he realized that he just was trying to sell on his agenda and not on the agenda of the other persons. And there's sometimes it's, it's uh, I mean, one of the things that I was just talking to our sales team about is advanced salesmen are advanced because they never don't do the basics, right? People are defined as advanced because of their outcomes, not because of their tactics, all right? Advanced lifters aren't doing different tactics than novice lifters. They just lift more weight. And the reason they do it is they've just done it consistently longer, right? Or they're more consistent in general. They never don't do the basics. They always sleep. They always do the recovery mechanism. They always eat the macros that they're supposed to hit, right? It's the same thing with business and sales. Like the best salespeople are consistent because they never don't do the basics. The tactics don't change. It's just your execution of them. All right. And so when I look at professional development, sorry, this is a big zoom out, but I think it's important. When I, when I talk to higher level, you know, entrepreneurs who are at like 10 million, 20 million, et cetera. And they're like, what do I need to do to the, you know, to get to the next, next thing is I see three major breaking points in professional development as an entrepreneur. The first is skills, right? People enter the marketplace of entrepreneurship with no skills. They have nothing to offer of value. And so they have to go acquire skills. And there's far more skills that you need to acquire than you think, right? You're like, I need to be able to get customers. But being able to get customers is a lot of skills put together, 
right? You have to know how to write copy. You know, have to know how to create creative. You know, have to know how to build landing pages. You know, have to have to have to be able to buy and place traffic. Uh, you know, have to know how to nurture leads to get them to show up to both schedule and show up to a sales event. You have to know what type of sales event you want to have. Is it going to be a presentation? Is it going to be a, a sales call? Is it going to be an in-person appointment? Is it going to be a two-step sale? Like you have to know what the conversion mechanism is. It going to be a sales page, right? You have to know what the conversion mechanism is going to be, right? And then from there, you have to know the actual script and closing mechanisms and not just the words is how to say the words what the tonality is how you ask the questions how you confront obstacles how you overcome them how to process payments how like that like this you know what i mean like the the number of skills stacks in order to make it but it's skills is the first block right the second block is the character traits to execute the skills right as soon as you have your first your first box of tools what separates the people who are really successful from the ones who are just moderately successful is that they have the patience, the endurance, the discipline, right, to execute their skills within a defined way. And that is how they're able to consistently grow because they're consistently executing. And so it goes from needing to acquire skills in the beginning to needing to acquire character traits, which is why I love the game of entrepreneurship is that the way that you win consistently evolves, right? It's literally not just more, it's different at every level. Right. And then that's kind of level two is that you have to develop the character traits to be able to execute the skills. And then the third is your beliefs, right? Your beliefs about the world, your beliefs about the market, your belief about what's possible, your tolerance of what is acceptable in your organization from an act, a standpoint of speed, a standpoint of excellence. Um, and those beliefs are top down. Those are from you. Right. And so as you move, move through, I think it's cyclical. Right. I think it's every level encompasses all three of those things. And you kind of have to spin your way through the three of those things over and over again. And the reason it gets difficult is that you still have to maintain the skills, the beliefs, the character traits of the base below before you can get to the next level where you have new beliefs, new skills, new character traits that need to be developed. And that's why I think most people love entrepreneurship, or at least hopefully you like entrepreneurship if you're in it. Um, is that it constantly forces you to grow and growth is painful, right? And so it's this weird masochistic desire to continue to improve and yet suffer the entire way, but love the process while you're suffering. So it's this kind of meta thing. But anyways, I won't get too deep into that. Big point here is that if you're trying to close and you're trying to get your sales team to close, the person who cares the most about the buyer will win. If the buyer cares more about their outcome than you do, then they will win. If you care more about their outcome genuinely than they do, they will feel that, A, and B, when you confront their beliefs, they'll see it from a place of genuine care and they will be real with you. And then when you get to the close, they're not going to bring their baggage because you confronted the baggage because you did it from a place of care and then they will trust you in the close to, to take them where they need to go. All right. So that's the big point. That was the big, uh, that was one of the things that I'm going to be, I'm, I'm putting it up to our sales training right now. Um, hope you enjoyed this. If you did. Drop a like or a comment. If you didn't, still drop a like or a comment. All right. Anyways, uh, have an amazing Thursday. I'll catch you guys soon. 